Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 134. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hello, sir. Hello. This is a small car special. It kind of is, completely by accident, because we... I don't know if you look at what I write in the notes throughout the week, but I never look at what you write until yeah. we actually get to the episode. I and like yeah, that. It's, it's, it's almost all teeny cars because yeah. I, I like being surprised. Um, but yeah, before we do that, I want to talk quickly about Patreon. So if you head on over to patreon.com forward slash carbitrage, C-A-R-B-I-T-R-E-G-E, you can take a look at the two options we offer to uh, directly support us, mainly it's beer money. Um, Feel free to do that. It does directly support us. There's a very small chunk taken by the company. Most of it goes directly to uh, just help fund the show. So if you enjoy it, feel free to head on over there. If not, we totally understand. Um, one more update I want to do before we get to the first story is uh, we're probably going to be moving to once a week. Once a week. So we'll we'll still probably record two episodes in a row on a Saturday, and I'll be dumping uh, one a week on a Sunday just to free up a little more time for you and I to do things and travel. And also, just, just because like it is taking busy. way too much time out of my life these days. So, that's fair. You've watch gotten for really that. busy in the last like couple oh, months. Oh, it's gotten so bad. So, and maybe this winter will get more calm. But. Yeah, maybe we can switch back to the, the two a week at some point. But for, for now, um, the Wednesday ish episode, probably don't be expecting that. So, watch for these on Sundays. And uh, yeah, we'll, well, we'll be keeping up, keeping up. Anyway, I want to start the episode with Florida Man. Florida Man. He's at it again. Da, da, da. Do you want to guess? What sort of thing he might have done vehicular related this time? Did, all right. Florida man was sleeping with his sister, but he caught his cousin sleeping <clears> with his <throat> sister. So he took his cousin's pickup truck and put an alligator in it. That's a really, really good guess. Um, but no, oh. I'm just going to go ahead and show it to everyone. <laughs> so Florida man <laughs> bought himself a smart for two, first gen. He took the doors off it, dressed up like Fred Flintstone, and made... <laughs> essentially a Flintstones car out of a 4.2 and he got pulled over not because it had no doors or it had giant crap strapped to the outside because he was speeding <laughs> and there's a photo of it and it's it's really great courtesy of the Pasco Sheriff's Office and it looks like they're posing with this guy so this hopefully ha- this is great this is Fred really, Flintstone really found himself a long way from bedrock back in November anyway so yeah Florida Man apparently has a name and it's Don Schwartz or Swartz Swartz <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I mean, congrats, Florida, on at least giving the rest of the world entertainment because that is ridiculous. And I think he actually did a pretty good job. He's got like a wooden roof rack, and it's just like rope tied down around the sides. Yeah, no, he actually nailed that. Yeah, that's and honestly, really it's, well done. that's a pretty good use of a smart for two. So yeah, that's a very good way to make a, a Flintstone car. Um, Flintmobile. So. <laughs> Uh, is that strapped to the wiper arm? Yeah, it's it strapped is. to the wiper arm. Yes, okay. a part of it. I'm guessing it's made out of cardboard and paper, and it's not very heavy. Okay. It kind of looks like that, so I, I don't really know what it's made out of, but it's it's strapped there to parts of the car that it really shouldn't be. Florida Man did the thing. <clears throat> now. Yeah. It's it's pretty neat. Um, This is one I was really hoping Jan would be here for, but she's not, because okay. she's doing her thing. Um, What is the cutest pickup truck? Uh, oh, uh, first-gen Mazda Repu. The Mazda Rotary pickup? Yeah. Do you think that's the cutest? Yeah, it's got that, like, 60s grill on it. The, the one that Maury's is selling right now on Brick a Trailer. Yes. That one's cute, but I mean, like, really? Because, like, the Subaru K3, or the Subaru 360 sandbar exists. Uh-huh. Um, this one. I like that grill. That's that's cool. I, cute. I wouldn't call it cute. It's cute. But it'd be, like, it's sweet. Have you, have you seen the mm. Mazda K360? 
Uh, have I? Mazda K360. That is n no, it's ugly. That's not ugly. It's, it's a super ugly. Like no, it's, it's a minger. It looks, it looks like, like a Subaru 360 that was put together wrong. That's really cute. It's missing mm, a wheel. It's like really it. excited. I don't like it. Well, looks we like could a also, bug. Can we look up the Subaru 360 sandbar so you can get an idea? Okay, yeah, that's pretty cute. Yeah, that's pretty cute. That's I mean, pretty here, cute. here's one for scale oh, compared God. to a human. Yep. Um, <laughs> very small. Oh, that's going to go to a video. I don't yeah, want that. Yeah, don't do anyway, that. Anyway, you, you can get a look at it, it. It's small. It's very small. And they made there a pickup of it. Here's, here's one of the pickup. Uh, oh, jeez. There's somebody inside of the pickup right down there. This keyboard like auto clicks sometimes when you bump the trackpad. It's not great. It's a guy with a woman because that's what happens when you drive a <clears> tiny <throat> truck is you get girls. Look how great that is. That's yeah, fine. It's not as cute as a repo. All right. Well, how about the Mazda Porter? Oh, we've seen that one. Yeah. Mazda Porter. It looks perpetually surprised. <clears throat> it is so surprised, especially the green one. <laughs> this one. Oh, yeah. that This guy right here. <laughs> you just caught it doing something bad. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I think that's the one. You're a teenager in your bedroom at night, and your parents open the door. That's your face. <clears throat> <clears throat> so that little vent in there, it's a fresh yep. air vent, so yep. you can open up so that it's gasping. <laughs> Literally gasping for air. Yep. Um, and then we also we know the Suzuki Muddy Boy, the truck that can do anything. Yep. Well, we, well I'll pull it up again. Oh, God, that's a cutie. I like that. But it, it's kind of the same thing as the Repo, where it's like, it's more like... Well, it's of a different era than a lot of, like, the 60s cutesy stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like, the Mahindra Gito is made today, and that's adorable. Anyway, so my vote is the Mazda Repo. I'm going to go with the Mazda Porter. It's well, All right, so we at least agree it's a Mazda. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Of our even if you go with the Zamiad, trucks, that's three, still close three of them were Mazdas, and the Zamiad's a Mazda. Yep. So, uh, Janet, is she will have a answer uh, whenever we record. Yeah, we're not allowed next. to vote for her per, yeah. per Jenna. So uh, that I, otherwise, I was gonna totally throw in some weirdo one that I'm also thinking of that Janet would be really into. It's got to be some weird Italian one. It's gonna oh, be ah uh, the um the. <sighs> What's the 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 Vespa B the Piaggio? Oh, I know what you're um, talking about. Yeah, the yeah, Piaggio. Yeah. Uh, what's that called? Dio, I think. Not Dio. That's it's got. I, didn't, I forgot that they did a a, a, a yeah a, a Vespa. Yeah, pickup. The, the Vespa made, made made a pickup in Italy for like a long time. It's like the pickup truck of Italy. That thing is like the size of a golf cart. Yes, it is, but it's <clears> also <throat> like an entirely capable farm truck. I yeah. Okay, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, definitions of cute is so subjective, it's hard to say. But I, I'm going, still, I'm, my vote's with the Repus, the early one, like that, because it's it's cute enough and it's butch enough. I don't know. That's That gets my vote. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it, it's definitely less usable than the Piaggio Ape. Piaggio Ape. You gotta go with the older ones. I gotta go back to screen cap. This thing? Yeah. <clears throat> That's that cute. looks like the Sky Car from the State Fair with a crate put on the back of it. Yeah, it's And then cute. they stapled it to a scooter. But then <clears throat> but then if you watch it actually hauling something, it must look adorable doing that. I mean it is that's actually that's very cute. That I think that might be it. That, I don't it, know if I, could, I don't know if I could vote for something with three wheels. 
Can you it's just not can a you truck. look at the, the, the wagon version? It's not a pickup. <laughs> but that looks even better. Wow. <laughs> I really like that. I want they, that. It's a, they wanted a car company, but all they had was used scooter parts and appliances. Yeah. So, so they, they made that. Took a bunch of refrigerators and put them all together. Pretty much. I think that's that's essentially how that I'm happened. still going with the Mazda Porter. It's the cutest truck that's of all fine. time. We can all disagree. That's the, totally cool. We have, well, Jan's not here to break the tie. So. <laughs> That's what happens when she doesn't show up. That's okay. That's well, she was here, she just wasn't here long enough to give us a casting vote. I know, but I, yeah, we'll have to get her opinion on it next time. So. Yeah, sure. Anyway, speaking of not here, uh, I'm sure I already mentioned at some point I ordered uh, Eibach lowering springs and sway bars for the Fiat, yes, through map. I also ordered a Magnaflow exhaust through map like three weeks after, okay. Just radio silence. I kept, like, the map was giving me communication, but, like, none of the manufacturers of this crap were talking. So, I got a message last Tuesday in the morning. Everything's here. Showed up this morning. So, the exhaust from Magnaflow and all the iBox stuff that was custom-made showed up the same morning. Um, I am really excited that all that stuff showed up, but now it's too late for me to do it this year. So, so it's going to sit in a box. This is why it took so long. Why? When you get wholesale pricing, <clears throat> to get it for free, it has to come in with a stock order. That's fine. Otherwise, you have to pay extra for shipping. Yeah. That's why it took so long, because you had to wait for them to get a stock order from whatever manufacturer. I'm just or surprised whatever that they didn't the message down. back. Because, like, Magnaflow, I'm sure they get shipments all the time, which makes sense. The exhaust yeah. comes much more quickly. It's also, but, the other thing is, the aftermarket mm. industry, as big as it is, um, yeah. MAP is surprisingly punctual. Like, you mm-hmm. can succeed in the aftermarket industry yeah. just by being moderately professional. Yeah. Like, yeah. it, it takes nothing to succeed. Because most aftermarket parts companies, like, there's, there is, at most times, somebody that's hungover sleeping on a couch in the break room. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. And that's and, fine, too. Even if they're handling the business, as long and, as they respond to me, it's fine. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> MA Performance is one of the few companies that doesn't do that. Well, there's, when I mean, you go into the office, it's hopping. Like, there's a bunch of people in there. Yeah. And they're doing stuff. Yeah. They're doing stuff. Like, nobody looks up. No, like they're all like they're they're in the process of working. You're you're working, yeah. <laughs> like, whereas like if you go to like, um, God, like, not Gretty USA, but who the hell is? Well, even uh, what about the local Subaru, uh, Grimspeed? Grimspeed, yeah. They're, yeah, they're more professional, but it's like, man, I'm just trying to figure. But there's out. so few people there, and they have so much going on. Wasn't Gretty? Who the hell was? It? I think it was like HKS USA or something. Hmm. Like there were some in like California that were like really big names that like you knew the name of, like you knew them. Sure. Just you go there, like it's a ghost town in there. Probably a Pexi or something. I actually, yeah, I think it was actually a Pexi. And it's like people were like, "Well, why'd they go out of business?" And it's like because everyone's in the back smoking weed. Yeah, like, pretty much. That's why like, <laughs> nobody got the order email yeah. before it was canceled. Yeah, like that's <clears throat> why. Like, yeah. No, you get, I, yeah. And you get the like, bare minimum of customer support means you'll probably make it in aftermarket parts. You like, yeah. And Map does more minimum. than that, yeah. I, I called CTS Turbo for a customer at work, mm-hmm. um, and they're like a pretty decent like turbo brand that does like Actually, performance with well, in the Volkswagen community. They okay. do they do like <clears throat> performance K O four turbos and stuff. Um, okay, so and, that's probably pretty yeah, profitable. Yeah, I had a customer. I, yeah, I had a customer that had a blown up K O four, and we were trying to get a warranty of it. It took me a week of constantly contacting them at all random times throughout the biz- the day. Said so call them, and nobody would answer. I hit them up on Facebook. Facebook would go email. I email them. Nobody would respond to my email, so I call them again. And it's like trying to. It, it was like 
the worst thing in the world to get a hold of them. And I finally got a hold of them, and they're like, yeah, we can't warranty that. I'm like, why? And they're like, well, the part's on back order. I'm like, how long is it on back order? They go, well, it's on back order from Borg Warner for over a year now, so we don't know. I'm like, you haven't worked on getting an iron supplier? And they're like, oh, it's, you know, Borg Warner, the best. I'm like, yeah, but you know what else is really good is, like, existing. Yeah. Like, how about, like, <laughs> instead of saying, like, yeah, the best, like, the, I think the Lycoming inline eight was the best engine ever. I'm not gonna hold my breath for backordered Lycoming inline eight engine blocks. Like I'm just gonna go get another engine. Yeah, those are on what we call in the BMW vintage parts world lifelong backorder. Yeah, like it's just ridiculous. Like, so yeah, if you can beat that, like you're doing yeah. very very good. Yeah, if you get even a response a week, I think it's probably still acceptable. I keep my so like whenever I work at MA Perform when I worked there, mm-hmm. uh, my goal was within the business day. I'll answer within twenty four hours is completely worldwide standard. Yeah, totally fine. If I can respond to your email within the day, I'm doing a good job. Yep. And that's like you know I come into work. I had one of the lower counts of emails with like probably like 70, 70 to ninety. Thereabouts every morning. Gross. Oh, I'd be answering emails till ten a.m. Yeah. Gross. Uh, yeah. but icky. It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'd have to be busy though. Well, but, but I mean, still, it's like the fact that I'm actually like not letting those pile up. I'm actually answering them. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, Weird. like just like all the way from the email me again. I can't. I, I accidentally read it and now it's buried in my red. I only and have that I've, happen with spam filtering once in a while. Like it, I, I'll be having a conversation with somebody and it will just start marking their emails as spam and I don't know. Even though I'm in a conversation with and them. It's like one of those things. Like it's, it's like, now okay. it's like it's like habits like. I could come, even though there's like never anything in the spam folder. I'll click spam just to make sure there's not a customer yep. in there. And it's like, play, yeah, like just like be a little bit professional. And then MA Performance is kind of weird because like they're like one of the very few that are professional to a level of like, mm-hmm. you know, any other business practice outside of exactly. performance parts yeah. being acceptable. Yeah, it's, it's not good for a performance tuning shop. It's just good. Yeah, they're like objectively. Like like I see good. why they're continually growing and expanding is yeah. like i mean they're, they're they have problems certainly but they're doing really well well the, the thing is their problems a lot of these like when you're getting parts because you've got ibok ibok and, and magnaflow and magnaflow and gfb too but that came immediately but none of those were actually made by ma performance no no kind of. so that means they have to deal with somebody else that's probably smoking dope on the on the couch in the back room. Yep, and they did. Because, I mean, Adam Newer is the one I was dealing with. And, yeah, I mean, I could tell it wasn't his fault. You know, it's like, I still haven't heard from them. So, okay, that's fine. I understand how wholesale works, and I'm getting a ridiculously good price on these parts, so I just don't care. And, yeah, that's the thing. That's why, you know, that's why you have, like, like, but like Saudi Royals and stuff ordering Mm -hmm. from MA Performance when they could be ordering from other people on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. It's because you're going to get the customer service that you want from them. This has inadvertently turned into an ad for Matt. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I I have no problem with that. I mean, mean, they don't don't pay us. Well, they paid you once upon a time when you worked there, but... Yes, they did. (laughs) Uh, And I did write, actually, a script for Dan, so... Well, there there you go. But, But, I mean, outside of that... Just, it's a Minnesota company, and they're doing really well, As As I've said, you know, it's one of those things where I'm I'm not afraid to talk shit about a previous employer. Oh. Like, Honest One is one of the worst places that you could possibly be employed, as far as... yeah, CMA Architecture and Design is a terrible firm to work for. Yes, and... the Auto Kingdom BPs. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I remember those stories. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, my drunk boss yeah. that they wouldn't do anything about. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I'm not afraid to talk shit about previous employers. Just MA Performance is actually that good. And it's one of those things where they're also one of those places, if you are looking for something that they don't list specifically on their site, mm-hmm. like Fiat parts. Well, I asked them, like, do you guys have a connection for Eibach Wholesale? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. We do. I'm like, you can cool. go get it. Like, right. That's, I, when that's I was, exactly how it worked. I'm like, it's fine. When <laughs> I was working there, I made a listing for a Tomai, or not Tomai, a um, HKS Titanium A86 exhaust mm-hmm. because um, I had one person ever ask me for it, and then I just, it took me five minutes to throw up on the website. Mm-hmm. It was on the old site, so it was like everybody could just kind of add stuff as it, as it went, so mm-hmm. I just did. And I actually did have a person order it. Because they did not expect it. They were looking everywhere in the world. I'm like, hi, I can get it. I'll actually answer your questions. I won't just blow you off. Right. It's a $1,000 like, exhaust or a prehistoric Toyota. It will take Toyota. quite a while, yeah. but you will get it. <clears throat> yeah. And like uh, Caden up in uh, – he's a guy, this kid, Noman. He's a Honda guy in um, Circle Pines or whatever. Okay. Forest Lake. Same thing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's far away. There. Yeah, up north. It's it's north of Lowry Avenue. I don't go there. Um, he wanted a um, racing – not racing, but a buddy club exhaust for his EF. Okay. And I was able to get it for him. And he's like, I thought these were discontinued. I'm like, no, they make them. Just nobody answers your question because nobody thinks you're serious yep. about an $800 exhaust. That's the thing. Like, on yeah. your EF Civic. <clears throat> like there are there are nice ones of all these cars. And like, well, yeah, what if I want like a say you've got a, a Mark IV Super Turbo and you want a, an Apexi exhaust or some crap part. like yeah. that? Just like really? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they they do still they have all the the patterns for them. Like they'll make you one. Yeah. Exactly. And like, it's special order. It's one of those things. It's like usually when you send like a message to somebody, like on Facebook or mm-hmm. via email, they just don't even bother because, like, this is too much effort. Yeah. And a performance, you actually go there and you get a salesperson that's to be like, yeah, we're dude. Let me look it up. And then you have to like, dig through. And I promise you, it sounds like it's not that big of a deal. Nah, catalogs suck. Catalogs blow. And then you have to call them and verify that it actually exists. That's why. If you want it a little bit quicker, find the manufacturer catalog, which you can usually get. Without being directly. a retailer and get the part number for them. But then, then you might you do <clears throat> questionable customer service. Whereas like, well, I mean, I gave this Adam. I gave him all yeah. the manufacturer part numbers for these things because I didn't mm. want any guesswork. No, I meant I meant going through the manufacturer directly. Yeah. Then you're oh, dealing right. with no, the questionable screw customer service. that. Yeah. You're not even gonna get as good a price. You're you're dealing with the person. It's like yeah. when you buy a car. Oh if you're buying God. from Morris, you're buying like to a good like salesperson that's mm-hmm. actually like vetted and good quality as opposed to like buying from Facebook time auto sales yeah or, or like time like auto sales on like lake street or something you know it's just small car dealers are the scum of the earth yes they sorry are. but no they are <clears throat> um but yeah no it's just map is that the the wholesale stuff just like yeah it sucked to get to but it's it's good that they well uh, worth it i'm yeah. looking forward to doing it to the car i'll probably honestly i rearranged a lot of stuff in here I today yeah. um the fiat uh I drove it last night, but I mean, I think but the days are numbered for this season, so yeah, I might still throw the springs and bars in this this um, this fall, but kind of tempted to just keep all the boxes sealed Why not and do, and it, do it in the winter? spring. Well, because the car's going to live up in Plymouth in my garage. Oh, uh, doesn't make or sense. It, would, it wouldn't make. God, I live in I know, mean, I know what you mean. Yeah, I've lived it, there it, for it wouldn't three make years. any sense. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. Either way, I'll keep you guys updated if you want. But um, yeah, that's that. So I'm really excited to have all these parts for my car. So last episode, I mentioned that Infinity was getting their ass kicked. Yeah, we were talking about how they were like selling substantially fewer giant SUVs than Mitsubishi was selling Mirages. I thought that we'd already talked about it, <laughs> but well, we didn't. 
here we oh, are. We briefly did. <laughs> uh, now we're going to talk about it. Uh, <clears throat> if I can get my cursor to work. I love computer. the title of this story, Angelopnik. Uh, Infinity is getting absolutely creamed. Yep. Well, it's <clears throat> accurate. Uh, <laughs> so they had a 43% brand-wide sales slump in September. Like month over month. Month over month. <laughs> 43% down. That's really, well, 43. really... 43.9. So we'll call it 44%. Uh, they, they are hemorrhaging sales. <clears throat> hemorrhaging. To whom? Uh, literally anybody else on Earth. Because nobody knows what they're buying when they buy an Infinity? Like, oh, yeah, I want a QX90. Well, so... Uh, what is that? So, all right. There's some, a few things going on. And it's like... Th- th- yeah, that's exactly what happens. When you can't justify... Like you can't cross shop it if you don't know what it is. Like, what the fuck is a QX ninety? <laughs> I don't, even I don't know. If that's know. A thing, but I, I don't think... know. I honestly don't know. I don't, I cannot name <clears throat> name me three Infinity models. Q fifty. I think that's one. That's it is. It's the old G thirty five. Okay. Uh, QX sixty. What's that one? I have no idea, okay. but I know it's a thing. Time's up. Yeah, that's it. Okay, see, you can't name them. This no, is what happens. No, I, I have no like, idea. Like, this is so stupid. Other than the fact I know the Q is the G, just because, like, I kind of figured that out. But, like, the QX, I know it's an SUV, but I think it's, like, the old JX. So, here's another example of these ridiculous naming conventions Lincoln? not making sense. What is a Rolls-Royce 20-80 horsepower? I've probably a really old Rolls-Royce that's 20 feet long and has 80 horsepower. Nope. It is a Rolls-Royce that typically comes with a 20-horsepower engine, but with an 80-horsepower engine. What? Like, that's the same concept of naming convention where it makes it just Guessing random. Guessing that's pre-war. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's, it's just like it's random letters and numbers, and it doesn't make any sense. The Q doesn't mean anything. This is all meaningless. They're a meaningless, mindless, literally yeah. faceless corporation. What's a Lincoln MKX? I don't know. Exactly. But, like, how about this? What is a BMW 535? Where does that line up in its product lineup? Uh, you know it's a 5 Series because the so, number starts at a 5. Which is going to be probably bigger than a 3, right, but not as big a as a 7. seven. Right. Okay, but that like, makes sense. Say, for instance, you have a 5 GT. Like, what is that? Well, that's Grand Touring. Well, uh, well, yeah, but like, what does that mean? So it's probably a wagon of sorts? Mm, not really. What's well, that SUV a, sort of thing? It's just a bloated piece of crap. But I mean, but, still, that's a better naming convention because you at least get a vague it idea. Is. And even Mercedes, as much as I give them crap for their new naming scheme, like they, they everything that's an SUV, they're doing like the QX thing, but it makes sense because they're doing GL. And then you take the class of the sedan. It's like GLC. I know that's an SUV and it's the size of a C class. Okay, perfect. GLE. Okay, it's an SUV. It's the size of an E-Class, so it's the old ML. Well, like, not only that, like these, that, these but... words also mean things. <clears throat> right, whereas... So when you see a K on any Mercedes, it means Klein. Mm-hmm. And then SL means, I believe, it's like sports light or something in German. Yeah, but it, they, they do have meanings. Uh, everything has a meaning. Um, and then even with, like, Acura, like, mm-hmm. up until recently... <clears throat> Accurate names all meant something. Uh, Lexus still stays really tried and true to their names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so, do. They haven't messed with that. I think that's because they were really early to global trademarks, and they yes. just stuck with it. So like, and they don't fragment nearly as much. That's no, actually they, worth talking that's about. That's really, Lexus really, really is they bread stick, and butter. They yeah. stick to it, like, and that's they make a really... the ES and the LS and the RX. And, and not only not only that, like so <clears> with like with their coupes and stuff. So yeah. they currently have, I think two. 
They have the RC mm-hmm. and the LC. And the LC. LC. Mm-hmm. And the RC is like racing, and the L is like luxurious because yep. the LC is what a Supra should be. Correct. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. That's if a real that thing Supra. was offered with a six-speed. That would be. That's. I still think that's my favorite car on sale today, even with an automatic. Um, Ew. But that—that's just like a really good example of like these naming conventions not making sense. Like the QX50. Here, scroll down. Oh, here. Yeah, look at that. Like they actually have some of these broken down. So the QX30, 83% sales drop. 83. Who bought one this year? Nobody. QX30. That is actually. I know that. That's a Mercedes GLK with Infinity badges stapled to it. Okay. It's, it's literally that same vehicle All right. built by Mercedes. Um. So. <clears throat> And then the Q70, which I assume is that's, probably bigger than the Q60, but I don't know what it looks like. Uh, that's got to be an M. 60% down. Yeah, that must be. Well, there's a Q60. So that'd be what? That'd be a oh, I? Oh, man. Well, that'd be the I then, I guess. Do they make something between the, the G and the M? They used to make the I. Maybe they do have a mid Because if you go back now. to the 90s, the G was the small one, oh, and then the geez. I was the mid-sized. Oh, man. Uh, who knows what these But the are. I replaced matter. the J... It's so confusing. Maybe there's a midsize now. I don't even it's, know. It's so confusing. So, yeah, Q60, no idea what that yeah, is. No Down idea. 60%. Yeah, because nobody knows what it is. <clears throat> exactly. The QX50, which is, I imagine, the EX. It'd be, because that'd be the QX50, I imagine. I bet, I bet that's the FX. So, all right, this is my logic. <clears throat> Maybe that the, is the EX. I bet well, you're right. Because yeah. the, 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 the Q50 is, is the Skyline. Yep. <clears throat> and the QX50 Oops. was the Skyline. Or the yeah, the uh, I think you're right. I think that's EX the EX. The was a Skyline crossover, which was that truck. So this must be the truck version. I don't know. What's the QX80, though? Is that a delivery truck? We're car people, and we don't know what this is. And we're genuinely know. not, like, like sandbagging. Like, no, we have I'm, literally I'm, no idea what I these are. I have no idea. But anyway, <clears throat> so the QX50, apparently, what is their newest model. And that's the yeah. one with the variable com- compression engine. Okay. Which you would never know from the name. Nope. Um... <laughs> And that one is down 50%, and that's, like, their bread and butter right now. Like that's what mm-hmm. they're hoping. Yeah, that's the compact for. crossover. Those things are doing really well. Yeah. They shouldn't be, but they are. But and the QX80, like, that's the big old... Or, no, sorry, the QX50 is 51%. But, like, that's the one that should be really carrying... But it's down infinite. the same percent as a 10-year-old design. Yeah, I know. But this is the thing. is like, you don't know what it is, though. Like, if you buy an Infinity, <clears throat> depending on what letter comp... What Q letter thing it yeah. is... You're not going to know what you're getting. You might get something that's brand new. You might get something that's 10 years old. Yeah. You go into and, a dealership and you just give them some letters and you end up paying twice as much for a vehicle you don't want. And if you tell mm. somebody that you drive an Infiniti Q80, nobody's going to know what the hell that is. Is that right. a thing? No, QX80. No, QX80. Um, that's the old FX56. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. If you say I got QX56. FX, sorry. If you say, if you say I've got a QX56. Even their old naming sucked. It, it sucked, <laughs> but I mean, you can at least make some sense of it. Yeah. But... <laughs> Because that was the original QX, yeah. Yeah, and the 56 would be a 5.6 liter V8, so yeah. that's cool. VK56 is a good engine. Now, if I say, yeah, I drive a Mercedes. Oh, cool. What kind of Mercedes? I drive an S-Class. Okay. I know what that is. Yeah. Well, I drive, you a, can just I drive a GLS. I'm like, and they okay, go, cool. okay, what kind of S-Class? You say, oh, I drive an S360 or whatever their base model is of the S-Class. It's an S400. S400. I drive an S400. They go, oh, so you're that's like, a four liter V eight. Like, so you nope. you're you're just like a a basic lawyer then. Okay, you're a dentist. Like, <laughs> like oh, you have the V six one. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you got, oh, how, did you did you lease it? Yeah, exactly. How like, long is your lease? <laughs> yeah, 
Like it, it, it's like, but I mean, still the same idea. You right. get an idea. Of right. It. Yeah. You, you know how much to judge them. What this? This I'd say I'm driving an Infinity Q70. Oh, I love the Skyline. What's the Skyline? Uh, it's a G35. Oh no, this is the one that was the I. What's the I? Well, I don't know. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. So, I, it makes perfect sense though. Why their sales are down. So anyway, <clears throat> they're blaming that they're transitioning over to EV, and they're blaming the moon. And they're, they're blaming the homeless guy over on, like, La Brea Avenue in Los Angeles. It's all his fault. But, like, they're blaming everything except their absolutely delusional naming conventions. Right, which is the result of that. I mean, it, you're much better off having different names for the same product in different markets because people can remember it. Exactly. And that's, like, that's it, the thing. You're, like, you're downplaying the intelligence of your customer, essentially, by doing this. Yeah, it really is. Is your your car is now in a really faceless. backward way? Yeah, exactly. It's entirely it, faceless. It has no personality. It's a tube of toothpaste. Yeah. So, I I mean, cars are already appliances. Most of these are crossovers. It doesn't matter anyway. I think this is also done by a name, uh, a marketing <clears throat> person that has never worked in the automotive world. Yeah, the appliances. Like, oh, it doesn't matter what the model number is. Like, you're just look at how Toyota's sales climbed after they stopped naming everything with C because it used to be Corolla, Camry, Corona. Cressida, oh, they were all C cars. Didn't know that. Yeah, but when they started branching out to the Tercel, Matrix. the Supra, the Matrix, the Solara, mm-hmm. and they started branching out beyond those, they started growing. Do you know their cars selling really well this day with a name? Hmm. Mirage. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah that's a named vehicle. Yes. And that's all. Yeah. So you get, you know what you're getting when it you get a It warms my heart that millennials buying cars are buying the Mirage and not a QX whatever. Well, they don't know what a QX whatever is. I know, but they know what a Mirage is, and they know it's cute, and it's cheap, Wait, and cheerful. I used to work with this girl named Alex, and she crashed her Q50, I think. And I, I saw her car was at, she was crashed, and she was really sad. I'm sitting there trying to think of the car and figuring out, trying to figure out how devastated it should be if I lost <laughs> this vehicle. <laughs> how but upset to be? Like, how upset should I be? Like, how much of a loss <clears throat> did this person just like, take? Like, did you just crash a six-speed, like, three-liter yeah, like, this, or did you crash a big bloated whale? Did you crash a Lexus ES or did you crash a Lexus LC? Like, I don't know. Oh, man. Like, how, how unhappy should I be? Very. Like, uh, so, uh, in Infinity, you should go by, if you use letters and numbers, go by Mercedes thing where you have, like, stuff like SLK, which means sports, lightweight, small, which is... Well, I mean, that's gone now. Not, is it? Yeah, the SLK name got replaced but that's still in 2015. A, that's still, it's still a good car. No, it's I like an that SLC. Lot. It's just fine. Yeah, because you know it's a small convertible. Okay. It's okay. But Yeah, but I mean, still. I'm I mean, gonna, SLK, SLC. I'm actually going to talk about that next, so. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Oh, damn it. I sh- I sh- there's a crappy segue. I was going to ask you, I'm like, just point blank. What's the last vehicle that Mercedes sold in the United States with a manual transmission? The 2006 E-Class, right? No, it was a C-Class, and I think... Yeah, C-Class, um, yeah. Uh, and it was like 2010, I think. The C300. So they yeah. gave you the base V6 car with an optional six-speed. I Up till this week, I was convinced that that was correct. Until I started looking. I'm like, oh, they made a second-gen SLK 300 with the six-speed. I'm like, that's Wait, 300, cool. that's a V6. Yeah, it was the same like year as the, the C-Class, so the same power But train. it's in a convertible. Yeah. I and want that. Not only that, they also offered the 350, so the bigger V6 with a six-speed. These are both very terrible engines. But no, the 272 is a good engine. Wait, what? Isn't that the one with the terrible timing chain issues? No, 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 no. Which one was that? Uh, no, the cylinder delamination was the 
gen prior to that. But All the V6s are good. No, the V6s... The, the oh, E3... the first year. First year, yeah. Yeah, the, the, uh, E3, the E300s have terrible time machine issues. O06s do. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. only the first year. So, okay. 07... I don't. I think the SLK started after that. So, you okay. have to worry about like the R-Class and the C-Class. But, but by not... 2010, they're fine. Yeah. So and do they have the hydraulic suspension? Or no. the air suspension? Mm-hmm. Coil suspension. Coil springs? Yeah. So you can get coil springs, <clears throat> manual transmission. It's reliable. V6. And the M272. Mercedes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. That's reliable. It's really good. I want that a lot. Right? <laughs> Not only <laughs> like, that. I really want that. All the way through the second gen. They didn't stop at mid-run. All the way through. You can get it to the last year of the second gen. Not only that. Not only that. When Mercedes engineered their new 1.9 liter four-cylinder turbo for the third gen SLK... They engineered a six-speed manual transmission for that, too. That's just not available in America? It was. All the way through 2015. You could get a third-gen SLK 250 with a six-speed. And there's a lot of them that. for sale. And they're like 15 grand now. And they look really good. They do look really good. I've like, I wouldn't have bought that over the Fiat, but I would have thought about it. Jana actually has stated on multiple, time, um, on multiple accounts how much she loves the SLK and how she thinks it's really cute. Um... And yeah, that car looks amazing. They I look love really that. good. They like it is great. just a mini SL. Like yeah, that's what it is. It, well, that's is it. it's a SL Klein. And like you, <laughs> it's not even just in the base model. Like you can get a really nice looking like full AMG whatever. Like that. that that's a six speed. That's really and really like the one point nine T is not an yeah well, whatever. Can we get any other picture? Like, how about that one right down <clears> there? That is that diesel? Oh uh, yeah, we couldn't get that here. But wait, 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 wait stop. Mercedes made a diesel roadster. <laughs> of course just... they did. Yeah, in Europe. <clears throat> that's actually that's a good point. I didn't think about that. That's just, <laughs> that's just wrap speaks, our heads around volumes and how quiet and smooth their diesel engines are. <laughs> I would love a convertible. I want a convertible sports car. <laughs> Can you imagine that in the eighties? Oh, it'd have been great. I was actually asking Trig, I'm like, "Can I?" All right, so I know they made a three hundred. A, a, a W124 300D. Yeah, of course. I know they made the, a Five and W124 convertible 300 CE, CE mm-hmm. and they made a three either hardtop or convertible. Yeah, can a I, rare I, car. I asked Trey, like, can you get a 300CD? Because I would love a 300C. They did not bring that here, at least. But you could but make one. But if they did. Right. If you could make, yeah, you can make you one. You could absolutely make one. I would Easily. absolutely do that. That'd be rad. That'd be hilarious. A turbo diesel convertible and four not only seats. That, It'd also be a really mm. hilarious, like, 90s Mercedes diesel, mm-hmm. which is not a modern one. Oh, no. Yeah, That's maybe a, a 605 or a 606. They are clackety. It's a clickety-clackety engine. But they're, well, it, it, well, if you, okay, so the 124 actually ended with the really modern 24-valve yeah, E300D engine, uh, but you, you most of them were the older ones. Yes. I, you know I want the pre-facelift anyway. We've had this conversation. Yeah, I like yeah, the pre-facelift. Well, the drivetrain stuff, you could bolt uh, it all in. It'd be the same. It'd be so funny. Anyway. I love that. <laughs> oh, I just realized. God damn it. I don't even have a... Yeah, there you go. So that that's, one, a third, that's what it looks like. Yeah. So anyway. Through 2015. So it stayed alive until they canned the SLK name. That's great. I so think, it went to the SLC the year after. I, I think that's... I really like that, that they kept that with the SLK. I would totally um, buy that. Well, not only that, because the SLK has always been like one of my favorite Mercedes. Even, yeah. even the first-gen hairdresser model, I really love. I like love. those. Yeah. And they're cheap. Oh, they're really cheap. Like 1500 bucks for a pretty decent running driving one with a so manual. My One of our technicians, um, he's a little bit younger, and his dad just bought a uh, first-gen SLK okay. because he wanted to get... He he loves Mercedes, and he really... He thought they were kind of cool, and he got a manual one. 
mm-hmm. for like under five grand mm-hmm. in like perfectly good condition. Yeah, I mean, if you get one with a ton of miles, you can get a well looked after one yeah. for like less than two grand. But yeah, a manual compressor and everything. Yep. Plan- the M111 is a good engine. Yeah, he plans to do a small pulley on it and everything. Like, it's going to well, be really cool. I test drove one of those with Mark way back in the day, and that makes supercharger noises. Yes, they do. It's really cool. But it's a root supercharger. It's great. But yeah, I agree. Gianna's always so All I didn't. Of them are good I didn't know that the last generation had a manual option because Gianna really yeah. likes this generation. I know. And I always nixed it because I'm like, no, I'd want a manual. And you can buy them for mid, like fifteen grand, like if you like a higher mile one, but like in nice condition still. Yeah. Most of them are around twenty. But if you go in expecting <clears throat> Mercedes maintenance. Like, it's fine. The 1.9, I mean, other than the carbon buildup crap that all DI engines have these days. Yeah, but I mean, like, if if you if you go in expecting Mercedes maintenance and stuff, mm-hmm. you're gonna be really happy with that. Yeah, and coil springs. Because you're gonna you're avoiding all the super expensive, massive issues. The only thing is still retractable hardtop. So this one's modern enough where you don't have to worry about it for a long time. But the those do get expensive to maintain eventually. Yes, I've see I see a lot of Volkswagen Eoses with big issues. Yep. Any Lots any convertible that isn't a manual soft top is going to cost you money. Yeah, that's true. That's, that is a very good top that's tip. The reason why our R129 is basically a hard top these days. Yeah, but that's the thing. If you don't <clears> move <throat> that ever, you're probably going to be fine. It's actually good to use them. The right. seals dry out. No, I mean, these are all electric on these, so yeah, if you don't use it, you're going to be better off. Yeah. But just leave the top down because it's a convertible. Yeah. And then you're fine. But again, this is modern enough where, A, you could buy an extended warranty that will cover that for a long time. Yes. And then just use it. Or you will get your money for it. Just, just budget it, like you were saying. Just budget for it. This one's cars, I would absolutely buy this as an extended warranty. Yeah. Um, oh, I think it'd be good. Total and then, yeah, another, another thing is, is budgeting for it. It's not a, it's not a Miata. No. No, no, no. If you want, if you are lamenting, you know, not being able to get a luxury mm-hmm. Miata, you can. Yeah, I'm like, like it's like a Fiat 124 Lusso, which is like not anywhere near as luxurious as this. Or you could get like a Z4 that's older. Or you could get like a brand new Mercedes. I really wish Mercedes like actually marketed it <clears throat> that you could get this with the manual. Because I just assumed like, it you couldn't. I'm a Mercedes fan, and I keep up on their modern stuff, I thought, but I had no clue. You should actually look into it and see if they make anything with a manual. Um, worldwide, you mean? Like, available in America. Oh, uh, the USA, no. This is the last thing. The very last thing? 2015. Yeah. That's just shocking to me. I'm just I'm so like, surprised that, that was available in America. They kept the stick in the U.S. as long as Audi did. Yeah, that's great. That's incredible. Um, and that's so infinitely better than any Audi ever. And, and that, that engine better. is in the CLA... The GLA, it's like they're those engines are all over the place and they're cheap. So even if you have engine problems, it's fine. Yeah, you're and you probably it. won't. I mean, the engines again, it's not awe inspiring, but it's fine. Yeah, it's and just it's fine. not a two liter, so it's fine. Because you know what we say about German mass market two liter Euro- turbos? Not, not just German, <clears throat> European, European mass market yeah. two liters. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah, don't. It's like the Honda two point T is amazing. Yes. And this is a one point nine, so it's fine. Yeah, but anyway, that's great. That's uh, top tip. You could probably win a bar bet. Asking I, what the last manual Mercedes in the United States was. Because everyone's going to, if they're educated, they're going to say a W204 C Class C300 six speed. Yep. And again, that's what I would have thought too. 2010 final year. I, s- I assumed it was like 2006 or so. Because I was like around. No, we didn't get them until. You know, I think 2006 is the last AMG with a manual. Uh, 2006 was the last W203. And those C350s were sold with the six speed too. But what AMG would have had a stick? 
I feel like there was like one or something. Might have been like the SLK 32. When we were first like hanging out in high school, that's when they were discontinuing those. And I think the SLK 32 might have been offered with a stick. No. Then I don't. I can't I think of fact, any AMG yeah. that had a manual. Yeah, I, I know because I want an AMG SL, okay? And I was just prepared to have an automatic. Yeah. Because well, I really want the, the They AMG, all are. I want the AMG stuff. But... I, you know, I, I really like that. I think Janet could have that. I'd be really happy with my hairdresser car with a tiny pulley on it. Yeah. Just get a nail and just have the belt go around the nail. That'd be perfect for me. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> I'm really happy to hear that. So um, there you go. Yeah, Mercedes. Uh, you know, this, uh, this headline might not be accurate anymore. Because uh, the headline of this next article is, as usual, the only good car company is Dahatsu. Well, I mean, currently. Yes. Yeah. Mercedes stopped um, making the manual, so. Yeah, I, I guess. Good, good point. Yeah. <laughs> the Hatsu's the only good car company. Uh, and this is an article from Jalopnik, and it's about the Tokyo Auto Show. Uh, last episode, we talked about uh, Suzuki winning the auto show. They did. Yes, and then I found out about Dahatsu's offerings. And Dahatsu, I'm sorry, you've beaten Suzuki. Well, they have similar caliber stuff, but they have more of it. And they're, I would say, cuter, just in general. Because there is, like, Suzuki right now is, like, one extremely good concept, and it's following up a lifetime of great concepts. Mm -hmm. Suzuki, or Dahatsu has the Waku Waku. Which is shown right here. Which is being shown right here if you're watching on the stream. Uh, and the Waku Waku is uh, Dahatsu's competitor to the Jimny. Okay. Uh, and it will not have those. I would have toys. a Jimny, but. I might have a, a Waku Waku. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> Fine. Yes, it's um, a, a great name. Um, <laughs> it sounds like the name, the sound that the ghosts and <laughs> waka 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 waka. Um, but they actually got three cars. Um, they've got the waku waku, the yy, and the tsumo tsumo, and then the eco eco. Those are the four Dahatsu concepts that they're releasing this year. Um, but yeah, the Dahatsu Waku Waku is a K-class SUV that's supposed to be a competitor to the Jimny. Um, I think the Jimny would overall well, turn out to be better. Jimny's but not a K, is it? Yeah, it is. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought it was a 1.5 liter. Nope. Nope. It's a, it's a K truck. That's why it makes 69 horsepower. Awesome. I love the Jimny. It's <laughs> such a good truck. It's really, really tiny. It's great. I love it. Um, but here, it wants to scroll down just a smidge. It, you'll be able to see the inside of the Waku Waku because the Waku Waku is here right there. Uh, that is able to do all the stuff that the Jimny does, but then top of that is kind of camperish because you can you can actually sleep in it and stuff, and you can actually like take it out. And it's basically a Jimny and also a tent at the same time. Interesting. And I, I like how it's got the little fold-down clamshell bottom half of the tailgate and then it opens up from the side like all that's clearly should. only there to be a seat because it doesn't give you any more uh like load floor entry or whatever yeah i think so but it, it's a very very cool design i like that a lot i also like that the outer part of the left taillight comes with the tailgate <laughs> like oh my god it does just a reflector <laughs> like the majority of the left taillight goes that's really cool tailgate. i love that I didn't even that's such that a cool earlier. little design but they got more going on so if we scroll through um, the other ones. So this oh, is the YY. Um, I like the YY. I would the, buy one of these. I'd put one, wicker seats in it. This one, I think, this would be a competitor to like the Honda Life uh, E uh, Urban EV uh, concept, 
which is uh, kind of like a Fiat Multipla, the original 60s one, but yep. modernized. I like so, the dual pushback sunroofs. Yeah, that's really cool, isn't it? It's got three rows of seats, and it's a K car. That's retro funky. Yeah, it's a three-row seat K car. That's amazing. With a sliding door in the rear. God, look how thin those seats are. That's nuts. Yeah. I'm I mean, sh- it would have to be for three-row. Yeah. But, I mean, it's really, really <clears throat> cool. I love the wheels. Uh, I do, too. I don't like the white walls. No, the white walls are... But, I mean, nobody likes concept car tires. They're always terrible looking. Yeah, I'm not sure why they do that. But uh, like, Just put some Michelin pilots on it. Call it good. Yeah, exactly. But I think whoever designs these wheels for uh, who should go to Subaru and help them sort out their life. They would definitely be taking a step back into the 80s. <laughs> yes, they would. Uh, but the, uh, the they noted the B-pillar, which I thought was cool. But mm-hmm. beyond the B-pillar, I really like the taillights on it. I like the... This is know, what the 500L should have been. I really think that, like, Fiat should make this. Yeah, seriously. Like, base it off, off of, like, the 500L. Because it, it looks like an old Fiat. Look at it. Yep, like, that is, that is, that's a multiple right there. It and looks it's just identical. like a multiple. Yep. It's like, like oh, I think geez. if Fiat made something like that... <clears throat> anyway, so the third one that they're showing is the Tsumu Tsumu. Tsumu Tsumu. <clears throat> yep. Uh, TSU is... Uh, Tsumu. Tsumu. Or it's Tsumu. It's, you make a T and an S noise. Kind of like how in Japan they pronounce their L's and R's at the same. The same. So you make an L shape with your mouth and pronounce the R. So la is how an L is. I'm starting to learn how to at least get a vague idea of pronunciation just like being ruined by doing this podcast yeah. with you. So. <laughs> But yeah, so the Tsumu Tsumu is the uh, Dahatsu uh, mini delivery truck. So this would be uh, roughly probably the size of like a Wrangler two-door. And it's a delivery truck. Mm-hmm. And it's got these like cool refrigerator doors. Uh, also, it's got normal tires in the rendering of it. Normal. Those ve- are kind of normal. Those are I mean, normal. They look like turf savers or sure. whatever. Yeah, they're, they're normal vehicle tires more or less. Um, but yeah, so this is one of those things where it's like, this is a work truck. This, you could just design the same, like historically Dahatsu designed the high jet once in like the sixties and then continued it. Yeah. They just, and just not, updated the headlights. It's evolution, not revolution. It's like yeah. a GTI truck. What they've done with this concept though, is they've made a delivery truck that's actually endearing. Mm-hmm. It's actually cute. It doesn't need to be, but they chose to make it that way. Also, if you look at the windshield wipers. It looks like it's got one of those wipers that just goes all the way up and down, yeah. kind of like in uh, um, Blade Runner, where mm-hmm. the wiper just goes all the way across the windscreen. Yep. Uh, it looks kind of like that, but it's just sort of everything. Um, it, it's got, so it's, it's very blocky. Yeah, and, and it's well, it's kind of like kind of like a, like a magical design where it's like it. You see this and you go, ah, like th- this this <laughs> fits in our <clears throat> cute pickup category. If Amazon came to my house in that, I would. Be very happy to see Amazon. That's the thing is like, you know, this guy could send me. A, it can like serve me a court subpoena. I'd be happy. Uh, <laughs> like, you know what? That's okay. I deserved it. Yeah, but what's so it, typical with their whole everything being cool? They should just. They should be like ambulances. They wouldn't even be like. You wouldn't be mad. You wouldn't about, be nervous wouldn't be, about getting into an ambulance. You wouldn't even be mad about getting maimed. No, you'd be thrilled. Oh, um, I'm thrilled to be maimed. Yeah, but. So what's really cool is I like this little arm at the top of the door. It keeps the door open. So you can have this massive door uh, and still be able to, um, like, not have it swing shut on you in high wind, which is if you've ever driven any sort of truck with a door like this, it will blow in the wind. Oh, yeah. Or you'll have some, 
like weird little protrusion at the bottom. It kind of reminds me of the uh, the nineteen the first gen Corvette uh, uh, hood prop. It's yeah. actually built in where like you lift it up, it locks, and you have to lift it up again and it unlocks and comes. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, uh, but what's cool um, is the side door has like this like refrigerator door style sort of um, like it's shelving in it. Sure. So that frees up <clears throat> a lot of that frontal area. And you still get basically unlimited cup holders. I'm for how tiny this thing probably is in real life. I'm very impressed. As I said, it's about <clears> the size of like you know a Wrangler, including the bed and everything. Right. So it's a very small interior, uh, but they do a lot of really cool things. And then my favorite part of the inside is if you scroll down, you get to see the steering wheel, and it's got one of my favorite design cues of literally all time in human history, the asymmetrical steering wheel. Yep. That looks like it would be right at home on a 1980s Subaru. Yes, it would. It looks <laughs> or just a like French a, car. It looks just like a Subaru XT steering wheel. <laughs> it does. But what's cool about it is they put all the controls <clears throat> with the stereo on it. I love the rotary dial on the side of the steering wheel. Well, so that's how, you, that's how you operate <clears throat> the, head, the uh, infotainment. Gauge cluster, yeah. Uh, because you have your shifter... And it saves space, so you don't have this like big clunky sort of mm-hmm. stereo happening. Yeah, it's like a bench seat almost in the yeah, front. Yeah, it's really, really cool. And note, it's a manual seat. Oh, I didn't realize this was a McLaren Senna. Yes, it is. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. It's got an acrylic window in the bottom of the door. It is pretty much just a McLaren. <laughs> it's perfect. Super light, simple. The it, performance. Yeah, and I think that <laughs> it's also a good point to no- to mention that they were able to work in uh, – mirrors side view mirror uh, side view cameras mm-hmm. in a way that looks sensible it doesn't like detract well, from the vehicle the best application i've seen so far i'm still not a fan of it yeah it, it should have regular like super big dumbo bus mirrors on it if it was me well Dahatsu, they can make anything better um and so moving on to that the next one i'm gonna talk about is the eco eco <laughs> which is uh and it's looks autonomous. Yes, it is autonomous. <clears throat> okay. But it's got a very interesting purpose. Okay. This is actually um, a vehicle for moving around the elderly and people. Um, That's a really good idea. Yeah, and people with like disabilities and stuff. And it comes with this small little robot that acts as its like UI. That's kind of like an R two D two sort of robot. It's it helps six. people. In. Old people probably do need physical assistance. Yeah, so it would actually help people in, mm-hmm. and it would actually act sort of like a quote unquote driver. Sure. So like elderly people don't freak out when their car starts driving on its own. Right. And so I think that's actually a really interesting design. It's a really, really... It's Johnny Cab, basically, it's, it, with a yeah, body. Yeah, it, it's a Johnny Cab, basically. But if you scroll down, they'll actually show you what the guy looks like. He's real cute. You see him down the corner right Aww. there? He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, this car is so magical. Like, this is just a great company. And they're... Uh, I just, Everyone at Daihatsu design department must be so excited all the time. Yeah. Well, like, probably not, actually, if they're in Japan, but... Yeah, no, in Japan Everyone's they're depressed. all they're all very depressed. But they put all their happiness into their work. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's <laughs> like such go a, home just totally drained. This is a like objectively a really beautifully designed vehicle. That's well, it's very yeah. I, mean, I think I don't know if it's beautiful, but I think that this would be a really really good alternative to current airport shuttles. I think so too. To, like the old like random buses and stuff that we use. That stuff should totally be autonomous too. People, yeah, oh, airports are such a mess. And I think, like, it's if like you had a thing. bunch of these, because oh, there's these, more Eco Eco. Yeah, the Eco Eco, this is the last picture of it, but the Eco Eco, um, this would have the same footprint as, like, a, you know, probably a Cyan XB. But it's First pure. Gen. Yeah, it's pure space on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, actually, it's, no, it's probably bigger. 
I'm looking at the picture of the inside. And I'm the, guessing this, this must be electric. Yes, it is. Okay. So <clears throat> that that'd be like a really good like airport taxi, yeah. or if you'd put in a gas engine with a seat, this would be a really great like camper bus. Yeah, totally. Um, and I also I love the taillight on it. I think that's a really yeah, cool design. not not DOT compliant, but it is cool. No, not DOT <clears throat> compliant. And just has at all. two third brake lights. Yes. <laughs> um, and then also the little design with the little square where the little badging goes, kind of looping around the rear. That's stuff you don't have to do on a vehicle like this that they choose to just to make it better. Hmm. And it just generally is a better car. And this is just a magical little company. And they just, everything they do is great. It's like, this is like if Toyota had like a Disney department, <laughs> like they would make these. Hello Kitty department. Yeah. Well, yeah. If Sanrio made cars, actually, Toyota does have a collaboration with Sanrio. As we know, why don't they make Hello Kitty Dahatsus? That doesn't make sense that they wouldn't. We're probably rapidly approaching that point in civilization where that's possible. Yeah, well, because they're they're doing that because Jan has that Toyota Hell Kitty box. Yeah, well, they could easily just make like a Dahatsu. I think there's like, demand for that stuff. Yeah, I mean, totally. Once these people, like you know, us, get a bit older, or like realistically, we could be expected to have enough money to buy a new car. Yeah, yeah. we could totally do a Hello Kitty Dahatsu in America. That'd be great. I imagine Jana probably would drive that. Oh, a hundred percent. She she's she loses her mind over AC Corriger and that's from like thirty years ago, and that's like it, it, people probably don't know. Can you just look up AC Cor- Corriger? Spelled in a French manner, so C O U R R C O U R R I G E S. Oh, like running? Yeah. Courier. Yeah, there it is. And then uh, type it. Yeah. Look at these wheels. Oh my goodness. Here, they have the entire lineup of wheels next yeah. and this other one. <clears throat> so Jan, they did more than just wheels, though, because they did, like, entire <laughs> get-ups for cars. But, yeah, Honda did something like that back in the 80s with AC Corriger. Oh, made, yeah, so it's Cour. Okay, Corriger. Corriger? Corriger. Yeah, Corriger. Cour um, is heart, C-O-U-R. Oh, okay. So it's ace. also the root for running, so it's old. Running weird, hearts, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's actually a really cool name. I like that a lot. Thank you, learning French. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, AC Courgette, they made a bunch of really cool like wheels and steering wheels, interior bits, and you courage, could actually like courage. shoot. You you could you could you could basically build an entire Honda out with all AC Courgette stuff. And so like yeah, Jan, whenever she sees this, she loses her mind. So Toyota, you can totally do this because these are the hotness. And Bring back the funk. The only thing that killed the AC Courgette thing. Was the Japanese bubble economy completely exploding like a year later? Oh, God. <laughs> Just completely exploding. Uh, Japan's 2008. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, like try Japan's 1930 oh. or 1929 yeah, when the stock right. market. Yeah, was it was like, 29 to 32, I think. Yeah. But anyway, um, hmm. yeah, that's, that's what they could make. They can make something great. Toyota should really do that. Keep working with Sanrio. Make all these Dahatsu con- concepts. Just join forces San- with all of them. Why not? And, and then just make a Dahatsu just concept a, Sanrio car. Just make a Daihatsu Courage and then do a Daihatsu Hello Kitty and then do a Daihatsu yeah. co-brand. Do it. Everybody loves... Everyone does co-branding these everybody days. Everybody loves just collaboration. It. Yeah. You always used Makes to Makes it cheaper that. for everyone. The, like, like BMW and Toyota with the Supra. Volkswagen with the, the K2s and the Trex. Yeah, I was making a joke. Oh, yeah. I, I was trying oh. to avoid that. I heard BMW and I turned Whatever. off. Whatever. I hear, BMW's I hear 80s days. stuff and I shut down too in pre-war. Hey, this isn't 
80s. It's early 90s. It's French, too. It's really adorable. Yeah, I can tell by the white and the teal that it's 90s, but <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. So there you go. You learned something today. Well, I did. It was the fact that Mercedes made manual transmissions up to 2015 in the And United we just States. did an entire episode talking about cute vehicles, yeah. with the exception of Infinity, oh, which is fine. God. Yeah, Actually, no, we talked about Infinity getting their ass kicked to a cute vehicle. Yep, Mirage. So there you cute go. Cute vehicle, putting the, putting the man down. You know what I learned today? What? The key to selling cars in mass is cuteness. It's just wrong, but I'm fine with that. It's well, it's true. What did you learn? <laughs> Not, I already told you. Is that Mercedes made manual transmissions in the United States through 2015? Well, there you go. My butt hurts. I think we should move on. Sounds good. I will see you guys. What are we? Are you around uh, next week? Uh, we're not recording next weekend. We're recording weekend after. So we're switching to still doing two episodes per recording day, but doing okay. it every Over, other every weekend. Every other weekend? Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. So that'll free up our weekends for other shit, too. So. Okay, cool. That works. Alrighty. All right, bye. Bye, guys.